Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms. This space has been created only for you, solo para nosotras, Chicanas and Latina moms. In these episodes that I share with you, I talk about self-care and self-love and how to empower your being. You are not alone, and this is a revolución. We will continue to fight, fight for what is right for our being, starting with our own mental health, to be able to help and inspire those in need, starting with ourselves, our kids, our family, our community. I hope you enjoy all of these episodes that I record for you with all of my corazón para todas mis hermanas, Chicanas and Latina moms. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? Thank you so much for clicking and being here today. So today's episode is going to be pretty much broken into many different episodes, you guys, because there's so much information. And I want to talk to you about special education and how the IDEA, which is Individuals with Disability Education Act, is a very amazing law. Um, and our nation is the only one that pretty much has it. It's clear and unique um, and a legal protection for children. And if you have a child with disabilities or if your child's struggling at school and you're just like, what is it? Um, honestly, it's going to this Disability Education Act um, of 1975 and being able to like read it thoroughly and finding the answer of the issue that you're going through. Now it can be overwhelming. You'll learn as you go. So today I'm going to talk to you about special education and what is an IEP. Stay tuned for the you know other episodes because this here is very detailed and lengthy. Okay. So your child is entitled, okay, for a free, appropriate public education, okay? And what that means is that in the least restrictive environment, okay? So your child has a right to go to school and pretty much to meet their needs. Is there anything that needs to be modified so that they can comfortably and you know, feel comfortable at school and to be able to learn and grasp, you know, what they're being taught. Um, so your child is entitled to a comprehensive evaluation of his or her needs and the district cannot evaluate a child without your approval unless, okay, they take you to a due process hearing and prevail. So that it has happened where, you know, the parent says, nope, I don't want an IEP because my child doesn't have a disability. No, no, no. 
I don't want that. And the school's like, no, like they really need it. And if we don't do it, they're going to fall through the cracks. And that happens a lot. So they have to go through this dual process, which is the school district, so that they can prove that, hey, like this child is attending a public school and we're here to support them. But parent is, you know, not accepting that there is a problem. So they can do that. The other thing is parents you know, most parents wanting to help and in the school district's like, no, we don't, we don't think an IEP is needed. Let's just talk about it. But an IEP then is needed, right? There's every case is so different, you guys. So, so different. So, um, your child is entitled to have an individualized education program, which is the IEP, um, that is developed by an entire team, including you. Okay. And school representatives, um, on at least an annual basis. So it's once a year, you have the right. If they say no, and you've said this verbally, it's not documented. So it's very important for you to request an IEP with a letter. There's a lot of templates. I will put my website link on the notes section because I have a lot of templates um, on this website that I created to help parents. And you can modify it and use it, move things around, delete, you know, just use it as a template um, because it's very important for you to know that they have 60 days, okay, once um, you provide that letter. So time's ticking. <laughs> and if they don't follow through, then you can, you know, do a complaint through the state because that is like a no-no. All right. So um, the special education education is also, um, you know, like I mentioned, you're your child is entitled for an IEP. So your child is entitled to related services, okay? That will help your child benefit from his or her special education. So that means services. It can it could be um, speech. It can be occupational. Um, you know, just any type of services that are needed, okay, to be able to help your child at school. Um, so another thing too, that many parents don't know your child is entitled, you guys, um, to placement in a non-public, right? But it's considered a private school at public expense of the school district. Um, only if they cannot provide an appropriate placement. So that means like if the public school states, you know, we can't do the one-on-one or we can't modify this or whatever because budget or cuts. or They always bring that up, budget cuts. Um, so you can say, okay, well, since you're not going to be able to help my child and he has autism and he's always hitting himself and there's concerns of him hitting other kids and I want him to, you know, go to a private school where you guys can refer him and receive the appropriate, you know, uh, placement. And so most of the time they'll say, okay, fine, like, let's do that because honestly, it's the best thing. And sometimes they'll fight you. So it, it varies. Okay. Not all school districts are, um, bad, but there's some that are really, really bad. So yeah, it's a Russian roulette kind of thing. All right. So your child is entitled to be educated. Of course, we know that. Um, as close to home as possible and in the school your child would attend if not disabled, okay? 
Um, you can ask for a mediation hearing before an impartial third party if you do not agree with the district about any components of the IEP, including even whether your child is eligible for special education. So what that means is that um, the IEP team conducted their own evaluation, right? The psychologist, maybe speech, occupational therapist. And if there's something there that you don't agree, what happens next is that you say, no, I want someone that's not involved with the school district, send me to a third party and I want them to evaluate to see if it's going to match what you just said. They don't like to hear that, but that is something that you have as a parent, like for your child's right. Um, another thing too, your child's IEP cannot be, okay, changed by your school district, okay? You need to be able to agree to the changes. They need your consent. So those are all of the things that are needed for special education. Um, like I said earlier, many parents don't want their kids in special education. We have fathers who are machistas that refuse to accept the fact that their boy, their little boy, has autism. And so they will say, no, 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 esta chico se le va a quitar, right? There's, you know, ignorance, but also fear, right? Because in el rancho no se hablaba de esto. So now it's like, what do you mean autism? Where does this come from? Back in my days, no existía, right? So... There's a lot of education I, that is needed, and I see that a lot. I honestly have seen that a lot with a lot of fathers who refuse to accept the fact that their child has a disability. Um, but it is important to know what is an education, um, a special education process that is, is needed for the child to receive the appropriate um, services, right, that will help meet their needs. So what is an IEP? Okay. So the acronym of IEP um, can refer to several different things, you guys. So um, the initial meeting, that determines whether your child is eligible for special education, okay, which is the IEP eligibility meeting. Um, the annual meeting, which is the second step after that, um, at which you and school re representatives develop your child's educational program for the following school year. Okay, and that's called the IEP program meeting. Okay, or the actual detailed written description of your child's educational program. So um, the written IEP needs to have this included. The specific program or class for your child called placement. Um, the specific services called related services. Okay, your child will receive and other educational components such as um, teaching methods or any modifications that are needed. Okay. So there is one major thing here. Okay. Um, that in the rights that the IDEA grants to your child. So the IDEA, the Disability Education Act, okay, does not require that the school district provide the best possible program. The program that is individualized for your child only has to provide an appropriate educational experience. An appropriate educational experience is one that is reasonable given your child's particular needs. That means that the IDEA can't say, okay, I need you guys to always give these kids, um, 
you know, like the best, right? And the best education. Now, the thing is that what does that mean? What does it mean the best education? For one child, it can be the best education is like leaving him by himself for, you know, 15 minutes extra to finish his work while others don't need that. Does that make sense? So um, the IEP is, is like, a con- it is a contract legal document to where your child goes to school and the school needs to follow that. So imagine how many students go to a school and how many staff are in the school. I think there's more students than staff. So when it comes to modifying all of these IEPs for each student, and yet the majority of the other kids don't have an IEP and it's just easy, easier supposedly to manage because they can. it's just, you know, there's no legal document. This is a lot of the times when it costs money, a lot of money for the school district um, and a lot of time and we know how that can go, right? So we want to make sure we advocate for our kids and if the school district that your child is attending doesn't want to give you an IEP, even though you're concerned, um, it's not up to them to really decide that. It's your right. It's your right. So, um, you know, it's really, really important that you know your your laws, your rights. Um, and if you don't know them because it's so, it can be overwhelming, that's okay. You can seek an advocate. You can educate yourself with books. Um, you know, Google the question that you have. Trust. There's a bunch of mothers and fathers that are out there um, supporting and helping each other navigate the situation. So today I wanted to talk to you about special education and what an IEP is. Honestly, you guys are so much information on this that it's insane, but it's so amazing and important to know. Now, if your child has behavior issues and, you know, because there's a speech delay, because that happens a lot, you guys, a child who has a speech delay, they develop a lot of frustration and anger because quieren sacar las palabras, los pensamientos, sus emociones y no pueden. So then what you end up seeing is a lot of tantrums. So it's linked so that interferes with their education. So there's a lot of scenarios, you guys, that we need to take in consideration. But again, I'm going to review if you want an IEP for your child um, get a template and they have 60 days from that date that you provided the letter for them to start evaluating the child. Um, if you provide this letter, um, and it's like the end of the school year, um, a lot of the times, um, parents will wait until the new school year or they will provide the letter, um, at the end of the school year because, it is possible for them to conduct an IEP during the summer, um, but it sometimes it can be a little hectic depending, right, because sometimes people go on vacation and so forth. So, you know, I tell parents, look, you kind of waited at the end, so it's better just wait until the new school year. Um, gives you enough time to read a book on IEP, on the everything that you need to know, educate, empower yourself. So by the time comes, you know what's up. And at that point, there's not a big gap in between. So that has been my suggestion. Um, But, you know, I think that as parents, we definitely have to advocate for our kiddos. 
And if your child has a disability, like medical problems, you know, it gets a little bit more tough, especially when they're nonverbal, because we don't know what they're saying or doing to them. And that's a scary part. And children with disabilities do have the higher rate of being bullied, unfortunately, as well. But um, I hope this helps you guys stay tuned for more, because if I were to do the whole episode today with everything that you need to know, honestly, it was about like, I don't know. I don't even know if there's enough time <laughs> in one day to even cover everything. Cause just honestly, it's, it's a lot, but I wanted to share this with you so that maybe you can share with somebody else. But other than that, if you have any questions about anything related to special education, IEPs, 504 plans, I'm going to talk about it on here more thoroughly, but you could also send me a message on Instagram Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. Okay, cuídense and stay tuned for more. Adiós. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.